ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. I'm so glad you're here with us today. I'm your host, Prophet Marty Layton, and uh, it is always an extreme privilege and an extreme honor uh, to meet with you every week right here on online, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And for those of you that hear this later on the podcast, on our podcast platforms, wherever you hear uh, the podcast, thank you for tuning in. You know, we are live every week on Fridays at 7 p.m. Central Time right here in America the Beautiful. And, you know, America's going through a great process right now. And I know people are shaken and they're concerned about what's going on. But listen, God is shaking everything that can be shaken. And remember, we are in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And uh, Hebrews talks about if they refuse him who speaks from heaven... Uh, what about when he, if they refuse him who speaks on earth, how about when he speaks from heaven and shakes everything? Uh, but we are in a kingdom, we're receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. And listen, God is shaking everything right now that can be shaken. God is behind the shaking, is that my, that's my point. Uh, but God is working many things out uh, in this moment, and I, I want to call it a moment of reset, Listen, this moment will come to pass. You know, Job went through a process, and uh, it says there was a day, but it came to pass. So there was a day or a, or a moment of time uh, that was very difficult for Job. Uh, but God was with him, and that moment, that day came to pass. And so uh, I like to say it like this, in this moment of reset... This moment will come to pass. This moment is not coming to stay. It is coming to pass. Amen. And so the church, the ecclesia, must stand firm and continue to declare the truth. <clears throat> I was talking with a minister friend of mine uh, just the other day. And he said, you know, we're, <clears throat> we love people. And, um, you know, there's uh, confusion about love <clears throat> and and how we're supposed to love uh, everybody. I said, listen, there's a difference between love and the truth. We are called to love people, but we're also called to hold the standard of truth. And that is, that is where a lot of people um, get confused. The standard of truth uh, it, it flows with love. And uh, we speak the truth in love. And so the church, the ecclesia, is in a moment of shaking. And don't confuse uh, love with truth. Love and truth work together. Amen? And so we speak the truth, but we speak it in love. And uh, you can call it a confession of your faith, or you can call it an apostolic decree or a prophetic proclamation but we must begin to use our voice and speak his word, his word of truth. Our part is to continue to declare freedom over our nations and continue to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. God has a very special purpose, I believe, for America in these end times. 
And uh, you cannot stop the purposes of God for a nation. He will bring it to pass. So no matter the shaking, no matter the challenges, settle it in your heart and in your mind today. God is working all these things together for good. He's working all these things together for good. And there is a conforming process happening right now, conforming us to the image and the likeness of Jesus on a much higher level. Romans eight twenty eight and 29 says that. You know, as I was praying this week, God showed me an army of believers who know their authority and will begin to speak it boldly and confidently, knowing God is in agreement with his word. So they speak it boldly and confidently, knowing God is in agreement with the word that they're speaking because it's his word. And this is the confidence the Bible says that we have in him, that if we ask or decree anything in his name according to his will, he hears us and we shall have it. And uh, I was on the phone with uh, Bishop Bill Hammond just a couple days ago, and uh, he said something so profound, uh, just as a matter of factly, but it was, <clears throat> it was so profound, I wanted to share it with you today. He said this, with the mind you know, with the heart you believe, but with the mouth you possess. And listen, that's what I hear the Spirit of God saying, and it's articulated so well. With the mind you know, with the heart you believe, but with the mouth you possess. In other words, with the mind that God gave you, the mind of Christ, you gather information, right? He gives you the mind of Christ, and you gather this information. With your heart, you believe God, and you believe God can do it. Even if it looks impossible, your faith is not in yourself. Your faith is not in your resources. Your faith is not in what you can do, but your faith is in what God can do. And so uh, with your mind, you gather all the information, and you, you have the mind of Christ. With your heart, you believe what God can do for you with with what he's showing you, and then with your mouth, your mouth. God always needs a partner here on the, on the earth to open their mouth. It is a voice-activated covenant, right? Uh, you know, sometimes I look at my phone and I say, hey, Siri, what's the temperature outside, or or uh, these kind of things. And so... Uh, it's 73 degrees right now. Well, how about that? It's 73 degrees right now. <laughs> uh, but... You know, it's voice activated. So with your mind, you gather the information. With your heart, you believe God. And with your mouth, you decree it and you declare the will of God until you possess it, until it manifests. It takes all three things in order to fully receive and fulfill God's promise and God's will for your life. Amen. So with the mind, you know, with the heart, you believe, and with the mouth, you possess. Amen. Isn't that powerful? Now, it doesn't matter where in the world you're watching this from. I know we have people watching from all over the world and listening from all over the world. God will back up his word as you apply his principles of the kingdom. And that's what that is, the principles of the kingdom. And we are in a time of warfare, a time of spiritual warfare. And I believe even in in the natural, there's a uh, 
a type of warfare going on. It might not be a kinetic warfare at the moment, uh, but there is a type of warfare happening right now. There's a spiritual warfare behind the whole thing. There, these We wrestle not with flesh and blood, uh, but we do wrestle against principalities and powers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in, in high places, and, and spiritual rulers of the darkness. There is a war going on in the spirit right now. And it's being fought mostly, listen, by the words of our mouths. You know, in, in uh, the book of Judges, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the king tried to pay one of God's prophets to curse the people of God. And every time he went to go curse the people of God, Balaam was the prophet, Balak was the king, paying him to curse the people of God. Every time he tried to curse the people of God, he said, King, I cannot curse them because the shout of the king is among them. And so there's something about what's in your mouth that determines whether or not a curse can touch you or not. So this this warfare, the spiritual warfare is being fought by the words of our mouth. Amen? And uh, so that's why God told me to launch a broadcast called Speak Life. And so we've been doing this for a little over a year now, and I believe we're going to do it for the rest of, uh, rest of our time here on the earth. <coughs> Speaking life, because there's a battle being fought by the words of our mouths. There's so much negativity and death being spoken, listen, by false prophets uh, by media outlets, and it is swaying the hearts of people. And just as it did when Joshua and Caleb came back with a good report from the promised land that God had already given to them, uh, but the negative and the false reports, like fake news, it, uh, they kept the, the 10 negative spies and false uh, reports were being uh, shoved down the people's throats, and it manipulated the point of view of the people until they made a decision in their hearts not to possess. They made a decision in their hearts not to believe God. <clears throat> I do not believe this generation is like that Moses generation, but I believe this is a Joshua generation. Let us go up at once and possess what God has already given to us. Amen. In fact, uh, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, I woke up uh, around 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, maybe 3 in the morning, something like that. And, and I sprung up out of bed hearing God saying, let us go up at once and possess uh, the promised land. And I just hear that so clear. Let us go up at once and possess what God has already given to us. Amen? Listen, God is literally bringing forth light in every place of darkness in this hour. Every place you see darkness, watch it, because God is about to bring light forth in those places. Whatever looks like a setback is literally a setup from the Lord himself. Now, you could call this a divine reversal. You could call it a divine turnaround. All of those things are true for you right now. Every place that you see a setback, it's a setup. Every place that you see darkness, God is about to release light. Amen. You may think it's a setback, but the but 
God, who gets the most mileage out of every moment, is using this moment, listen to me, to bless you. Do not believe the false reports. Do not believe the lies uh, and, and the disinformation that the enemy is trying to pump into every, every outlet he can possibly pump it through. <clears throat> this is why it's good to gather around the prophet and listen to the word of the Lord. You know the scripture in Second Chronicles 20.20. It was spoken in a time of warfare. We are in a time of warfare. And these are intelligence briefings every Friday night. I give you a current prophetic view, a, 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 a window of heaven, a glimpse into what God is saying in this moment about the world around us and the current affairs. Uh, but in Second Chronicles 2020, it was a time of great and intense warfare. They were surrounded. Judah and Jerusalem was surrounded uh, by uh, enemy armies that were there for one reason, to take them out. And it looked like there was no way out. And so that's when they sought the Lord and began to pray and fast. Everybody fasted. Even all the animals had to fast. <clears throat> it was that severe of an uh, of an onslaught of the enemy. They were surrounded, and there was no escape, and they had no might and no ability against all these armies that were coming against them. And so what, what was God's word? God's word was this. You're not going to need to fight this battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. Uh, stand still and, and see the salvation of your God and put the praisers out in front. In other words, begin to use the strength, Judah. The Judah means praise. Begin to use the strength that I gave you. Begin to praise. Begin to worship. Uh, begin to lift the songs of praise like you know to do. Do everything you know to, to do. And then the rest of the word was this, believe God and be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Don't listen to the fake news. Don't even listen to what your eyes are telling you. <clears throat> Believe God and be established in this time of warfare. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. I'm telling you, God is setting you up to bless you. God spoke to me recently and reminded, of, reminded me of what he declared at the beginning of this year, 2023, Second Chronicles 2023 is what the Lord spoke to me. It says, this is Second Chronicles 2023. It says, for the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Mount Seir, they helped to destroy one another. <clears throat> That's exactly what's happening in America today, in our nation today. You're going to see it with your own eyes. You're going to watch it unfold with your own eyes in these next three months, September, October, and November. Now, remember the word that I spoke to you before, September, October, and November. There's going to be a great uh, shaking that begins to occur, uh, but they're going to turn on each other. Uh, what happened in that valley, it was called the Valley of Decision. You can read it in Second Chronicles 20. It was called the Valley of Decision. <clears throat> Many people are in the Valley of Decision right now. God, what are we doing? 
Where do we go? What do we do? That's why people are moving all over the nation, leaving one state, going to another state, uh, <clears throat> trying to figure out where they belong. Where do I fit in? What's going to work for us? But September, October, and November, God spoke to me uh, that this was going to be a time <clears throat> where his, his will is going to begin to unfold. And something, something uh, that is going to look bad will happen in September, but it's going to shake the nation. It's going to shake America, and it's going to shake us free from all of these demonic entrenchments of the enemy. And it's going to look like uh, possibly a, 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 a kinetic war, possibly a um, constitutional crisis. It's going to look like something like we like when Joshua walked into the uh, promised land, God said, you've never been this place before. This is where we are as a nation. God's saying, you've never been this place before, but we're, we're taking the promised land. Amen. And that's September. <clears throat> and then October, you're going to see the reverberations of what happened. In November, those ripples and those reverberations are going to begin to smooth out. September, October, and November, the S-O-N. September, S-O, October, and N, November, S-O-N. Uh, and the Lord spoke to me out of Malachi, the son of righteousness, the S-O-N of righteousness, will arise with healing in his wings. Now you watch how, how this word plays out. Amen. <clears throat> it is a time of intense spiritual warfare. Uh, but God is about to do something very powerful and cause the enemy to turn on himself and take each other out. You're going to see more whistleblowers. I prophesied that two years ago, that there was a a wave of whistleblowers that were coming out. And uh, they're going to turn on each other, and they're going to start taking each other out. Amen? And uh, <clears throat> we're praying and decreeing the word of the Lord over this nation and over the nations of the earth. And I know our partners are praying for us and praying with us. Amen. Listen, it's so beautiful to be attached to a prophet because God does unusual things and suddenly things change by the word of the Lord through the through the mouths of his prophets. And just because things may look like we're in a dark moment, do not be afraid because God is doing something behind the scenes right now and he's going to cause the glorious light of the of the kingdom of God to begin to shine. Amen. You know when Jesus was at the table of the Lord at the last supper, <clears throat> he was he was in his last meal with his disciples. And they said, "Who is it that's betraying us? Who is it that's going to betray you, Lord?" And he said, the one who dips his hand in the cup with me. And then they suddenly knew Judas was the betrayer. Everybody knew it was Judas at that point. And uh, Jesus told him, go, whatever you do, go and do it quickly. And uh, I love that because uh, in the midst of the darkest moment, uh, Jesus was still telling his betrayer, what he was going to do, and, and that he better get it done quickly. <clears throat> but at that point, everybody knew it was Judas. And when, when that happened, the Bible says, and then it was night. Now, interesting. And then it was night, or then it was darkness. 
In other words, darkness came to take out the light of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And I want to encourage you that it may look like a dark moment, but a great light is about to break through and shine brightly. Listen, Isaiah 60, Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness may cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. Gross darkness is, is like perversion. Let me tell you, there's a lot of perverts out there in, in the light. They're just boldly doing whatever they want to do. And it is gross darkness covering the people. But the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. Amen. So it's a dark moment, but great light is about to break through and shine brightly. And if you go back and listen to the archives of the things that I've prophesied, you'll begin to see many things that I prophesied are coming to pass right now. And I'm not hiding any of these things. I'm an open book for you to go back and, and look at everything that I've prophesied. And I stand by what the Lord has spoken through me. And I believe he is bringing these things to pass in unusual ways. And you'll see a series of these things coming to pass one right after another. Amen. Listen, everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Can you imagine how the people of God felt when the death spirit was going throughout the land of Egypt, uh, but yet they were untouched. The people of God were untouched. Why? Because of the blood of the Lamb. Let me tell you, there is a covenant that God has covering your life right now. That is exactly the picture of today. God is going to take out his enemies, but it will not come near you. There's a destiny inside of you that must come to pass. Yes, you. There's a destiny inside of you that must come to pass. Amen? And, And it will come to pass, and God is going to protect you and your life because you are part of the destiny of God for the earth today. And God's not going to allow that to be taken out. I'm speaking to somebody right now because you've been you've been on the edge of wondering what's going on and, and and do I even matter? Is my destiny and and the enemy uses that to try to get in there uh, to overpower you? Don't listen to it for a minute. There's a destiny inside of you that must come to pass. And listen, if you have children who are backslidden or or rebellious, or are stepped outside of the way of the Lord, I want to tell you, fear not. <clears throat> fear not, because they're part of God's destiny too. They will come back around and get things right with the Lord. I'm giving you the word of the Lord right now. They will come back to the Lord, and they will get things right with the Lord. All you need to do is give destiny a voice. Give voice to their destiny. If you know what God has spoken to you about your children, you can use that in spiritual warfare. It's not always, spiritual warfare is not always about rebuking the devil, binding demonic spirits, casting this out, or trying to identify the name of that stronghold. It is some of that, but that's not all of it. First of all, your children have a blood mark on them, and so do you. 
And the powers of darkness and the powers of the night recognize that blood mark. They recognize that it is the blood of Jesus Christ on their life. They are sealed unto the day of redemption. Come on. Now, many don't know how to use their prophetic words or use their prophetic insights to win the warfare. That's why you got to stay close and stay tuned in and stay a part of what we're doing. But once you know how to use it, the devil is scared to death of you. Do you know why? Because you're no longer a negative, uh, you're, you're no longer um, uh, a negative or, or a positive or O positive or O negative. You know what you are? You're JC positive. Amen? That's your new blood type. And God has providentially given you information from the future uh, ahead of time so that you would be informed of the destiny of your children. And you can begin to give voice to that destiny and wage a good warfare with the prophecies and the prophetic insights that God has given you over your children. Let me just tell you, that goes for healing, that goes for backsliding, that goes for anything and everything that comes against the lives of your children and your family or your grandchildren. You begin to use the word of the Lord as a weapon of your warfare. Are you hearing me? Apostle Paul told Timothy, wage a good warfare. There's bad warfare, that's the ones you lose. You don't know what to do. And then there's good warfare. Wage a good warfare with the prophecies or the prophetic insight or the prophetic revelation that God's given you, what God spoke to you. Wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you and over your children. Give voice to their destiny and you will beat back the hounds of hell every time light drives out darkness. Listen, every believer has the ability to be informed ahead of time. Come on. Moses came before the Lord and asked, God, would you show me your ways? If you look at that in the Hebrew, it says, God, would you show me your next course of events? Would you give me prophetic insight into the future? Show me your ways. Come on. David prayed the same prayer. Show me your ways, O God. <clears throat> Show me your next course of events. That, that's, what that, that's what that means, his next course of events. God does not want you to be misinformed or uninformed. You know, I've been teaching about the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You don't always have to have a prophet prophesy over you and over every situation of your life. Uh, you actually have access to the mind of God by way of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You can put on the mind of Christ. You can literally have God's thoughts if you'll learn to access it. How many people watching or listening right now may think you know what your destiny is? You think you may know what your destiny is. I think God's called me to do this, or I think I'm called to do that. I'm not talking about going to heaven, that destiny. I mean right here and now, in this lifetime. What, do you, what has God called you to do and be? Throughout the scripture, God says, I want to show myself strong on the earth. I want to show myself strong on the earth. <coughs> the Bible says God raised up Pharaoh <coughs> 
uh, so that he could have a formidable foe to show his power and to show himself strong on the earth. He says in, in Scripture, I want this generation to know I am the God of the universe. I am the God of all creation. I am the most high God. There is no other God greater than me. There is no other God, by the way. <clears throat> and he listen, he doesn't have to do this in heaven. He's only interested in doing this on the earth. And there, there is a uh, there is generations, two or three generations of unique believers right now, and even unbelievers who've been taught to believe wrong things. They haven't had the full expression of God shown to them so that they have a deep abiding understanding of the ways of God. Come on. I'm just telling you, he is going to persuade them by the power of his spirit. He's going to show his power now they have their own will yes they do and that's what they're displaying right now so for some of them they they're rebelling against god they're backsliding they're they're running away from god they they have gender confusion they uh you know they they believe all, all, all the things that demonic spirits have infiltrated culture and caused them to to uh compromise and to believe that instead of knowing the truth, you know, and if they were to track it back when they first were introduced to that information, the fir their first response was to reject it. But there was a persuasion uh, that caused them to bend their will. And listen, God is not going to put up with that. And God knows how to show his power and make them willing to go his way. Come on, I want you to hear what I'm saying to you right now. I'm giving you hope for, for your children, for your grandchildren, for the future. Start giving voice to their destiny. Start speaking it out. Listen, you've got to do this. It's not some prophet comes and gives you a magic word and suddenly it's over. That's not the way the kingdom of God works. God can use prophets to speak destiny and to speak potential and to speak uh, God's word, God's will, God's way. But you've got to take those words and wage a good warfare with them. Amen. When I was praying this week, I was I do this every, every day, declaring to God his greatness and praying and worshiping and thanking him for what he's done for me and for my family and for our ministry. And listen, that includes every ministry partner out there, every one of you that stand with us and pray with us and support us. And I don't forget about you. I stand before God. I call you out before God and decree God's covenant blessing over you. Somebody, somebody said, you know, I don't know about that prosperity gospel stuff. I don't believe that every person that that comes to God suddenly prospers and and suddenly uh, becomes uh, blessed. Listen, then you're not reading the same Bible I'm reading uh, because Deuteronomy 28 takes 13 verses and talks about how you're the head. When you walk in covenant with God, you're the head and not the tail, above only, never beneath. Blessed coming in, blessed coming, blessed going out, blessed in the country, blessed in the city. Yes, your absolute life 
changes radically. I know it firsthand, personally, how the blessing of God comes in and drives out the curse, how the light of God drives out the darkness, how all the the impact and the uh, residue of darkness that that uh, the enemy has left behind uh, when he's driven out, how that gets driven out of your life. And, and your life is cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus and your life changes and God upgrades you and suddenly you are a prosperous, blessed uh, man or woman of God. Don't tell me that doesn't change. You're not reading the Bible then. I'm telling you, you can prosper. I'm telling you, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's given, He's anointed me to to uh, bring good news to the poor. What is good news to the poor? You don't have to be poor anymore. God wants to bless you. He wants His His blessing to overtake you. That word "overtake" in Scripture talks about the tackling power of God. How He'll chase you down and tackle you with blessing. No more curse. We know what it's like to be chased down and tackled by a curse. But I'm just telling you that God knows how to bless you in such a way that it'll chase you down and overtake you and tackle you and show up in every area of your life. You're going to find favor with God and favor with man. You're going to find doors of favor opening up everywhere you go. Start giving voice to your destiny. Start giving voice to the promises of God. Partner with God and and begin to speak his word everywhere you go, everything you do. Come on, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll bless your path. He'll he'll open the windows of heaven over your life, over your family, over your generations. Listen, you've got to make a declaration. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my immediate family and my friends and my partners and my generations. That's what that means. We will serve the Lord. In other words, there's a vacuous effect when you make a determination in your heart, I'm serving God and everything around me is going to be sucked into this vacuum of the kingdom and we we will serve the Lord. That's what that picture is in, in the Hebrew. And so I go to God and I begin to declare his greatness And I begin to thank him for what he's done for me and for my family and our ministry and our partners. And listen, when you go to prayer, don't just go declaring your needs. Go declaring his deeds. Are you hearing me today? When you go to prayer, don't just go declaring your needs. God, I need this. God, I need that. Go declaring his deeds. God, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for changing everything in my life. Thank you for giving us redemption. Thank you for righteousness. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for showing me your salvation. Thank you for satisfying me with long life. Are you hearing me today? And this week I was declaring his greatness and declaring his needs, his deeds, not my needs. And that's what you need to do. Declare his glory. And I was declaring his glory in the heavens. And God interrupted me and said, let's not talk about the heavens. Let's talk about earth. Let's talk about your garden that I've called you to tend and keep. Let's talk about your nation, Marty. And I begin to pray and decree this. I'm making known to the principalities and the, power, the powers of darkness the manifold wisdom of God. That's Ephesians 3.10. The same God who's glorious in the heavens 
is glorious in the earth, and in particular in America the beautiful. And even though we're going through a great process, a shaking process, we, the ecclesia, still see his glory and power at work in the earth. And I want you to understand, God is pulling down the powers of hell that have ruled over generations. And he's going to start to show his power and make his name known as King of Kings and Lord of Lords and Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of Hosts. That means the Lord of a massive army uh, of angelic forces and earthly forces. That's the church gathered and ready for battle. And he is driving back the forces of hell. He is pushing back the darkness. And our part is to do what Bishop Hammond so eloquently described. Gather this information in our minds with the mind of Christ. Believe it in our hearts and decree it as those who have been granted his authority to speak for him and bring his kingdom will to pass on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. See, that's a good view of current events. Our part is to speak life. Amen. I'm telling you, the enemy is trying to shove all the negativity he can everywhere he can because his time is short and we are turning on the light. We are going to allow God to arise and shine and begin to speak life everywhere we go. Amen? Amen. Amen. I pray that you're encouraged and not discouraged. Be strong and of a good courage. Amen? Keep those prophetic words alive within you. Keep speaking them over your family. Come on, you've got to fight. Pick yourself up. You know, sometimes I feel like a general standing before the troops and encouraging you, fight. This is your day to fight. Come on, this day we fight, Joshua said. This day we fight. This day we go out and fight. And what happened? God fought on behalf of Joshua and the people of God. God fought from heaven. And God's going to fight your battle too. The battle belongs to the Lord. He's going to fight. All you need to do is stand up and speak. Wield the sword, the word of God, the sword of the spirit. Amen. Sharpen your sword. Get in the word of God. Let God begin to sharpen your blade. Amen. I want to continue with the prophetic workshop that I began last week about being filled with the Holy Spirit and and walking with the Holy Spirit. You know, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the breath of God, the Ruach. Remember I taught about that last week, the the breath of God. We need the air of his spirit to blow across the word within us and release his power, the Ruach of God. Last week I began teaching on how God walked with Adam in the cool of the day or in the Ruach, meaning in the spirit. God walked with Adam in the spirit. And let me just tell you, there is a cool of the day moment every day where God wants to draw you away and give you insight and give you revelation and give you encouragement. You know, I I try to make it a point every day to speak to my children and to say something good and encouraging to them. That's what God does for us. And that's what we need to do for our families too. 
is find that cool of the day moment, that time of the spirit to say something good and encouraging to them, to form and, and to mold that faith within them. But God, walked, God the Father walked with his son Adam in the cool of the day, in the ruach, in the spirit. That's why the, the word of the Lord would come to the Old, uh, Old Testament prophets and the Ruach, or the Spirit of God, would come upon them. It wasn't, wasn't able to be in them uh, because of the fall of Adam, but it would come upon them uh, to speak and to prophesy that word. It was, it was the, the voice, the breath that gave voice to the word. You know, Ezekiel went into the valley of dry bones, and God asked Ezekiel a question. Ezekiel can these dry bones live? It was a valley of dead, dry bones. <clears throat> and Ezekiel answered, Lord, only you know. And he says, prophesy to dry bones. It's so, so powerful. What a lesson for our lives. Prophesy to dry bones. Prophesy to what, is, what looks absolutely impossible. Only the Spirit of God, only the Spirit of life, only the Ruach of God can take what seems to be totally impossible and make it come back to life. I am the resurrection and the life, Jesus said, outside of Lazarus' tomb four days after he was passed. So he says to Ezekiel, prophesy to the dry bones. And the Bible says, suddenly... There was a great shaking. Suddenly, there was a great shaking. How many of you know we've been prophesying to the dry bones of America the beautiful? And we are in the midst of a great shaking right now. And suddenly, that which was separated, dysfunctional, began to come together bone to bone. Listen, once we hear the word of the Lord and we lay aside our differences, by the Spirit of God, we will come together bone to bone, and then muscles and tendons and veins and blood came together and came upon these bones, and then finally uh, covering came upon them, skin came upon them, and they stood up a great army, but there was no power in this army. There was no life. There was no ruach. There was no spirit. There was no breath, and the Lord told Ezekiel, prophesy again. You know, sometimes we miss that second level of, of the prophetic. We do what God wants us to do. We say what God wants us to say. And it looks like, why isn't anything happening? Because God wants you to prophesy again. I hope you're getting this tonight. By the Spirit of God, get this. Prophesy again. The Lord said, prophesy again. Remember when God spoke to uh, Abraham, and he said, I want you to sacrifice Isaac on the altar. And as the knife was coming down, another prophetic word, stop. Now I know. See, don't miss the second word. Don't miss that second prof prophetic move of the Spirit. Come on. So the Lord told, told Ezekiel, prophesy again. And I want you to call the breath of the Spirit, the Ruach of God, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And as a result of the breath of God coming into those dead bones, they became 
an exceeding great and unstoppable army. And that was the vision God gave him. And listen, this end time army of the Lord must be spirit filled and empowered, must be a prophetic generation. And when the the church comes to a place of death and redundancy, copying each other, doing whatever worked for somebody else somewhere else, uh, there's no life in it. That's when it's lifeless, and it needs the reviving of the Holy Spirit. And that's reformation, that's revival, that's awakening, that's the breath of God, the Holy Spirit unleashed in the church. And listen to me, that is what is about to occur a great reformation, a great revival, a great awakening is happening now. <clears throat> There's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit coming to this earth, the like we, which we have never seen before. I believe it has been reserved for this hour, and God will show his power, and miracles will become commonplace Signs and wonders will be the normal for the average Christian. Are you hearing me today? Those sons and daughters that you're concerned about are going to be moving in miracles and signs and wonders. And where death has reigned, which is the wages of a sinful generation, where death has reigned like a valley of dry bones, dead dry bones, where there's been human trafficking, where there's been destruction of human life through slavery and sex slavery, death through hidden works of darkness and hidden suppressed lifestyles and underground wickedness. It's all going to come out into the light. And the breath of God, the life of God, is going to turn it from death to life again. Dry bones will be born again and come back to life in the Spirit of God, in the Ruach of God. You talk about revival, you're about to see power on a level that you've never imagined before. An awareness of God and an awareness of the Holy Spirit, an awareness of His life. Amen? Salvations are going to start happening on a massive scale. And many, 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 many will be born again. And they're going to need discipling and teaching and training all by the power of His Holy Spirit, the Ruach of God, the Ruach of God moving in His church. What happened in the upper room will begin to happen again. Now listen, when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I didn't immediately speak in tongues. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit but I didn't immediately speak in tongues. I was in the middle of a scary group of, of people who are much older than me. They had their hands all over me, and that alone freaked me out. But I wanted everything that Jesus had for me, so I persevered. And they were slapping me on the back and the back of the head and hitting me on the back, and they were saying, let it go, let it go. And they were tapping me under my chin saying, loose him, loose him. Another one said, hold on, hold on. So I didn't know if I was to hold on or let go. And, and one kept saying, keep holding on, keep holding on. And another one said, see my bow tie, see my bow tie, see my bow tie. And one had his hand on my head, shaking me back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I started, my neck started to hurt. And the heat from the, from the circle started changing my focus. And I was feeling smothered and a little bit uh, uncomfortable and overheated. And about five or ten minutes later, and I'm literally talking about a long time, 
I had a thought in the midst of these scary speak people speaking to me and shouting at me in tongues and I remembered a place where my brother lived in Hawaii and I blurted out of my mouth Molokai Hawaii and they said you've got it and they all backed off and and, and that was it and about a month later this evangelist was passing through town and he, he came to speak at our church and set up his tent, and it was powerful. And he pointed me out one night, uh, probably the second or third night, he pointed me out, and he said before the meeting, God told me that you were supposed to be my intercessor tonight, and if you'll do that, I'll give you everything that I have in products, uh, one of everything. You can have it all for free. I just want you to pray for me tonight. You, God told me you were supposed to be my intercessor tonight. And uh, and. I thought, wow, what a deal. And uh, and so uh, he said, now just pray in the Holy Spirit for me, though. And that one got me, you know, because I didn't know how to speak in tongues yet. And uh, so I just went into the prayer room and I said, Father, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to shatala bahakasandararabahakosutorobogolabahashikengretanamahabosuti. Suddenly I began to flow like a river speaking in tongues and i flowed and i prayed for hours and it seemed like minutes many of you need to learn to press past past your experience and just allow the river of life to flow through you the power of the holy spirit and prayer will no longer be a religious chore but a beautiful time of fellowship with the holy spirit when god gives you the mind of christ where he shares with you his thoughts, where he empowers you and inspires you to walk with him and and to fellowship with him in the cool of the day. You need to allow God to make you hungry again for him, hungry for God. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, it says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Listen, it doesn't stop there. That's where a lot of people stop. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. No, that's not what he said. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Filled. Filled with the Holy Spirit. When you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You shall be filled. I mean, you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, the word is dunamis in the Greek. We get our word dynamite from it. And, and, and that doesn't just speak about a little stick that blows up. No, it's talking about the actual explosion itself. You shall be filled with that explosive power of God. Amen? You've got to be hungry for him. You've got to be thirsty for him. When I got baptized in water... Listen, it was, it was an incredible time uh, when God, uh, when I was baptized in water. Uh, the, the man of God put me under, I'll never forget, as a prophet. And I got to know him later. His name was Randy Leshner. And uh, Randy and Kathy Leshner became friends over the years, the powerful prophets of God. And, and uh, Randy baptized me in water. And uh, and when I when I went under, I just I watched them do everybody in front of me. They're just down and up and down and up and down and up. 
And when I went down, he held me under a long time. And uh, he had his hand on my hand. And I was having a a moment there where I thought, I'm going to drown if he doesn't lift me up. And then he lifted me up and and I caught my breath. And he said, the Lord, and I had a powerful vision at the same time. But the Lord said, when you, he said to me, the Lord says, when you hunger and thirst for that air, uh, that breath of life, uh, just like you hungered and thirst for that breath of life, when you hunger and thirst for the breath of the Spirit, then that's when you're going to breathe the breath of heaven. And it stuck with me all these years. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. You know, just like our natural man needs food and water, our spirit man needs food and water. Our spirit man needs what Jesus can give us. You remember Jesus said, I have food to eat that you you don't know about. I have uh, that which gives my spirit man spirit, soul, and body life. You don't know about this food yet. You know, just as it's necessary for our daily nourishment of our natural man in order to survive, there's a fuel source of spiritual nourishment that without this daily bread, you you can't get spiritually strong. You'll become spiritually weak and sick in your spirit. Imagine if you only ate one healthy meal once a week, and the rest of the week you ate junk food. You ate Twinkies and and cookies and candies and ice cream and soda. You'd have big health problems. But that is sometimes what Christians do uh, with our spiritual diet. We come to church uh, or, or watch online, and we get spiritually fed once a week. And there's a spiritual nourishing food source that can completely nourish and empower and sustain and satisfy you, and it comes by the Holy Spirit. God designed it that way. It's the Word of God and the power of His Spirit working together, walking in that personal relationship with Almighty God. And God wants to feed you uh, by His Holy Spirit every day, food that you don't know that you need yet. You know, in the beginning of day five, God spoke to the sky, birds began to fly. He spoke to the waters, fish began to swim. And they were made from the atmosphere that they were supposed to remain connected to. If you put a fish in the bird's atmosphere, it eventually dies. If you put a bird in the fish's atmosphere, it eventually dies. They must stay connected to the atmosphere that they were created from so that they can feed off that atmosphere. That's God's design. That's the Holy Spirit for the Christian. On day six, God created man, male and female. He created them, and God breathed the Ruach of God, the atmosphere of life, the breath of life from the inside of him, his spirit into man. Listen, we are designed to stay connected to him by the power of his spirit. Behold, I give you power. Come on. It's uh, Acts 17, 28. It says, In him we live and move and have our being, for we are his offspring. This is why Jesus withdrew from the crowds regularly to spend a few moments in prayer and in worship to eat the food that they knew not of. 
That comes by a daily infilling and refilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, in the natural, we go from newborn to toddlers uh, to preteens to teenagers to young adults to fully grown sons and daughters of God. That's why in the Bible it says in Hebrews 5 that uh, strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. He said, by this time you ought to be teachers. But I have to show you the elementary things all over again. And you need milk and not solid food. Anybody that lives on milk is still an infant and not acquainted with the teachings of righteousness, not acquainted with the power of the Holy Spirit. But solid food uh, belongs to those who have their spiritual senses exercised to discern from good, good from evil. In other words, it's that daily interaction, that, that it's spiritual discipline of growing and, and staying in tune with the Holy Spirit. You know, get up every day. Greet the Holy Spirit when you wake up. Holy Spirit, thank you for this beautiful day. Teach me. Give us this day our daily bread. Uh, let the Holy Spirit begin to show you how to grow in his grace. Spend time in worship and in prayer. Magnify the Lord. Amen. You know, uh, John the Beloved wrote in 1 John 2.20, you have an unction or an anointing from the Holy Spirit, an unction to function from the Holy Spirit, and you know all things. You know, by the Holy Spirit, God will make you smart. He'll make you wise. He'll cause you to, to walk in such wisdom and such uh, incredible strategy uh, by the leading of his anointing in every area of your life, in every step, in every in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll order your steps. Amen. He'll order your path. Amen. See, I'm just I'm just beginning to talk about the Holy Spirit. I could spend the rest of the year talking about the Holy Spirit because I feel it's so important to God that we begin to flow like never before in walking with him, and then the release of his power in our lives. Amen. Amen. I want to take a moment and just thank every one of you who continually stand and pray for us and support this ministry through your sacrificial giving. Many of you give your tithes and offerings here. This is your church, and we welcome you to church. And I I pray that you tune in uh, regularly on Fridays at 7 p.m. Central Time. And then Sundays at 4 p.m., we live stream our services. I pray that you come and eat a full meal there as well. And I want to give you the opportunity, like I do every week, to sow into your future by sowing into the prophet's ministry. When you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. Amen. God is not limited. He has a very unique reward for each of you each week. You know, and I've already quoted it before because I believe in this decade of, uh, of the uh, 2020s uh, that this is a scripture that God has highlighted uh, for the decade of pay, which is in Hebrew, it means the, the decade of the voice. Second uh, Chronicles 2020 says, Believe the Lord your God, you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Let me just tell you, God is ready to do the impossible for you. Believe him and be established right now. He wants to open up his treasure trove of blessings for his people. Psalm uh, 78, verse 23, it says, But he commanded the skies to open. 
He opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna for them to eat. He gave them bread from heaven. They ate the food of angels. God gave them all they could hold. And he released the east wind, listen to that, in the heavens and guided the south wind by his mighty power. And he rained down meat as thick as dust, birds as plentiful as the sand on the seashore. And he caused the birds to fall within their camp and around their tents. And the people ate their fill, and he gave them what they desired. I'm just telling you, God knows how to make impossible things happen for you. He can make anything happen to cause increase and blessing to come to you. We all know Philippians 4.19, My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But one translation says, My God will give you all you have need of from the wealth of his glory in Christ Jesus. From the wealth of his glory. That's how he provides. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 12, it says, The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heaven, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. God is he wants you blessed. He wants you to prosper. He wants this for your life. He wants you to be convinced of his goodness and his kindness. He's not looking to hold your sins against you. That's why Jesus came, to pay the full penalty. But he wants you to receive the blessing. The devil comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I came to give you life, a life of abundance. Amen? Ezekiel 34 and verse 25. I just felt impressed of the Lord to share this with you. It says, I will cause the shower to come down in his season, and there shall be showers of blessing. The word shower there means to pour down violently from heaven, not a trickle, but a downpour, a torrential rain of abundance. Listen, I believe the word of the Lord is saying to us, no matter what things look like in the world around you, I'm going to show you my power, and I'm going to pour out my blessing upon you because I'm God. Amen? Now, as you're preparing your tithes and offerings tonight, I want to pray for you. Father, I just thank you for your promises are always yes and amen to your people. I thank you for your goodness in the land of the living. I thank you that David said in Psalm 118, this is the day, the epic of time, the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. And then the very next verse, he says, send now prosperity. God, I thank you for breaking uh, uh, limitation and lack and poverty off of your people now and causing them to receive the prosperity of God for their lives. Father, give them a supernatural upgrade by your spirit. We hear testimony after testimony day in and day out how you not only bless your people financially, but you give them the prophet's reward, the, the miracles that money cannot buy. Father, you do the impossible things for them day in and day out, and we hear about it constantly. Lord, I was just at a gathering the other day where person after person for 20 minutes came up to me and, and shared how the prophetic word unlocked their, their dream, their destiny, their, their blessing, how their families' lives are changed, how their children, their grandchildren. Father, that's the prophet's reward. And I decree the blessing of the Lord over your people now, and I release the prophet's reward 
to those who are receiving it now. And I thank you, Father, for your great blessing, chasing them down, tackling them, and overtaking them now. Lord, miracles, answers to prayers, things are happening now, and I bless them today. Father, as they sow, let them reap immediately. When we sow seed, you already have the harvest in mind. And so I thank you for their harvest, 30, 60, 100-fold coming to them now. I bless them as we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. If you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comments section that you can click on. You can give your offering that way. Uh, text giving is the easiest way to give. If you'd prefer to give that way by text, the number is 84321. That's 84321. Just text whatever amount you desire <clears throat> to the number eight. <coughs> Four three two one. <clears throat> There's also a QR code on the screen right now. If you take your camera out uh, on your phone or your smartphone and you put it over that QR code, it'll pull up a giving website. You can give that way as well. <clears throat> Some of you prefer to mail your offering in, and uh, if you do, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, many people send sizable gifts. Uh, by check through the mail because that's a little bit easier to do it that way. Uh, and if you want to do that, you can send that to Life Point or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee 37077. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee 37077. We pray over every offering. I want you to know we take it before the Lord. We give thanks to the Lord. And we speak and decree the blessing of God back over you. I also want to invite you to to our website. And, and there's a place that you can give on our website at lifepointchurch.cc. That's lifepoint with an E. lifepointchurch.cc. And there's a giving spot right there at the top. And uh, if you'll scroll down to the bottom, uh, there's a place where you can share your prayer requests with us and... and um, I, I take those things before the Lord, and uh, I pray with you uh, for every one of your prayer requests. I get so many, but I, I take them all individually, personally, every day before the Lord, and I pray for you, and I pray your prayer requests with prophetic uh, uh, power behind every one of those prayers. Amen. Amen. I also want to invite you to come uh, visit us at church. Uh, Life Point Church. If you have a prophetic call on your life, you need a prophet to raise you up. Let me just say it very simple. Every every prophetic person needs a prophet raising them up. Pastors and teachers and evangelists are great, uh, but it takes a prophet to raise up a prophet or an apostle to raise up prophets and apostles. And prophets raise up apostles too, by the way. Uh, but we have service every Sunday at 4 p.m., we have a cutting-edge prophetic church. You don't want to miss our great services. We also live stream them every Sunday, 4 p.m. Central Time. And beginning this Sunday, beginning this Sunday, we have a new location that we are meeting at at 1041 Center Point Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. 1041 Center Point Road. That's 101041 Center Point kind of like Life Point, Center Point Road, 
right here in Hendersonville. And uh, I will explain more on Sunday why we're in the, the building change again. Uh, but this is a powerful moment. And listen, we listen to the voice of the Lord. <clears throat> and sometimes God says, I want you to make this change and I want you to make it right now. And that's what we will do. We will walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit regardless of what it may seem like to anybody else. But that's 1041 Center Point Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Every Sunday, 4 p.m., we have Life Point Church service in the new location, 1041 Center Point Road right here in Hendersonville. Come prepared to receive the word of the Lord. I'm going to give you what God is saying uh, to to our local church, and I'm going to give you the word of the Lord that what God is saying to you. Amen. I prophesy over people every service, and if you need a word from the Lord, you need to come and receive. Amen. I know it's a for some of you that live in the area it may seem like a little bit of a drive, but a church alive is worth the drive. Amen. That's 1041 Center Point Road. Hendersonville, Tennessee. You don't want to miss it. I'll see you Sunday at four o'clock. Amen. Also, you need to check out our sponsor, MyPillow.com. I give great thanks every week to our friend, Mike Lindell. He's a blessing to this ministry and he's a sponsor of Speak Life. And what that means is he provides his products at a great discount for this audience. And the way you receive that discount is go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com and use the promo code MARTY. That's my first name, M-A-R-T-Y, MARTY. Uh, You can use it on both websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. And when you use the promo code MARTY, you get the deep discounts on all your purchases as much as 66% off. Right now, they have prices slashed. There's a clearance going on. Uh, on towels, on slippers, on bed linens, uh, on uh, many, many things right now. The percale sheets and the the Giza sheets and all those things. And especially the new MyPillow 2.0s are very excellent. Listen, if you have difficulty sleeping, you need a MyPillow. I'm just going to say it that simple. But go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code MARTY. Uh, Some of you prefer to call in your order, and I know that's uh, uh, easier for many people, but that number, that dedicated number for this audience is 800-859-2938. It's 800-859-2938. Tell the operator that you want to use the promo code MARTY and you'll receive that special discount. Amen. Also, I want to remind you that we are live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time in America uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And it'd be great if you help us by telling others uh, to tune in so that they can receive this blessing as well. Every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. Amen. Amen. For those of you that love podcasts, I like podcasts. I hope you do too. You get a lot in a podcast. And so please check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, and on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you haven't been there yet, that's an incredible podcast network. We're on there. Uh, or wherever you get your podcast, check us out. Give us a five-star review. Help us out that way. It takes a couple minutes, but we really appreciate that. Also, follow me on all social media platforms, at Marty Layton. It's at Marty Layton on all the social media platforms, uh, and, and do whatever the platform asks of you to do to be able to follow us and be a part of what we're doing on social media. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. 
God is always speaking life. He's always speaking life. He doesn't ever speak death to you. He's speaking life. Amen. And we do our best every week to give you a fresh revelation from God, uh, a fresh view of current events, to encourage you, to keep you in faith. Uh, Go back, listen to the archives. Let God encourage you and train you and equip you to hear and know the voice of the Lord speaking to you. Amen. Proverbs 18.21 declares the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so from our hearts to yours, I want to encourage you today, always remember to speak life. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.